You're not bad, how are you? Oh yeah, I'm alright, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good. Just, what? What? Have you been running still? Yeah, oh, we, we just did the pub run. Oh right, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and which pub was it from tonight? Uh, Spate's Ale House. Oh yeah, that's a bit, um, it's getting, getting a bit fancy for a pub, isn't it? Well, we've been to Emerson's a couple of times recently, so yeah. That's also that's all yeah, yeah. But you I know mean, you know uh, Spates sells Emerson's now, which is kind of weird. Really? Yeah. They've got Emerson's on tap. That, I know. Wow. Yeah. That's a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Oh no, wait, who owns Spates though? Uh Emerson's? No. Oh Lion. And do Lion also own Emerson's? Oh, yeah, that's right. They're the same business. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, well, there you go. Oh, it's not so weird after all. No, not really. Anyway. Oh, well, and aside <laughs> from that, any other runs? Uh, I went to Crater Rim Ultra in the weekend. Ah, right, okay. Is it, it actually around a crater? It is an, a very old crater around Littleton Harbour. So um, it goes... Oh, uh, well, that would be quite a large crater. That would be, um, what do they call it, a Corona or something? No. Is it? I thought well, a Corona was another beer. Well, no, Corona is a beer, but I think there's something to do with volcanoes called a Corona. Was that like the mega volcano? Oh, really? Yeah. Because Corona yeah, actually, gonna... is actually some word for crown. Right. Yeah, so yes. that would make sense if you had a crown of volcanoes. That could be a corona. Probably wouldn't be very comfortable. On your head? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, it wouldn't. No. Did you see my bling, oh, though? Right. Did you see all the bling I got? Um, um, yeah, I did, actually. Well, actually, seeing now that we're talking about Crater Rim Ultra, shall we, shall we actually just do a race review? Okay, let's do a race review. What, for Crater Rim Ultra? Uh... Yeah, yeah, talk us through it. Okay, so, well, it it, it's, it starts in the dark. No, it doesn't really start in the dark. You have to turn up. We had to turn up at the park at 5 o'clock in the morning, get on a bus. That's quite early. You get on a bus, go to uh, um, Littleton, get on a ferry, go yep. to Diamond Harbour. Yeah. Then wait 45 minutes, and then um, we started about quarter to seven, quarter past seven, so it was actually light by then. Oh, okay, yeah. And it was kind of overcast oh. and drizzly, and you start by going out of Diamond Harbour, then you go up this hill, and you keep going up a hill, and the hill goes up, and then there's more up, and some more no, hill. Was it, an, was it an okay hill, or was it like a horrible hill? No, it was okay. It was okay. It wasn't really super steep. It just went, yeah, it wasn't as far as Mount Cargill. Nowhere near. No, it was only about half half that steepness. Yeah. Yeah, half a Cargill. Yeah, but it wasn't as yeah. nice as Cargill either because it was crap weather. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. And the sun That's, always oh, shines yeah. on Mount oh. Cargill. Yep. Yep. So you get oh, to the very top. Good, very good. Get to the top, you're in the middle of a cloud. Um, unlike Mount Cargill where you've got stunning views, I couldn't see a thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even I mean, even even a cloudy day up 
Mount Cargill and it's still pretty scenic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah, yeah, right. So anyway, yeah, ran up a hill. Yep, and then down the other side. (laughs) (laughs) And you couldn't see anything in between. There was a lot of mud. (laughs) Oh, you saw the mud. Yeah. Yeah, and... um, I had some uh, hocker shoes that Hoka. What do you? How do you say that word? Uh, hoka, 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 hoka. I had some hoka. hookers. I was hoka. wearing a couple of hookers. Hoka. Yeah, and these hookers had a uh, very good surface area. Oh, hookers! What did the run? Did the run go down Manchester Street? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a very good surface area, anyway. <laughs> Oh, I love the aid station down the Manchester Street. They're giving massages. And... Yeah, but unfortunately there wasn't much grip. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, my, my hookers didn't have much grip. Uh, um, oh, I've got a question. If, if, if you went and got a massage from a hooker, is that cheating on your wife? Well, what do you mean by a massage? Oh, I don't know. Well, I know. Um, well, I've never gone to the. I've never got a. No, well, because I, I was about to say, what's the difference between getting a mess? Oh, I don't even thought this through, have I? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm interested to hear you think it. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I was like, what's the difference between a massage from a masseuse and a massage from a hooker? And I suppose it's the happy ending. But. <laughs> Ah, well, if you talk about the happy ending, yeah, I guess that is cheating on your wife. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's only cheating if there's a happy ending. <laughs> well, if, if you're meaning by happy ending what I think you're meaning by happy ending, yeah. Oh, well, you know, happy ending means that, 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 um, that tight nerve's being released and you can move your leg freely. <laughs> that, 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 that would be a different happy ending again. Yeah, that's true. Well, if it's a good masseuse, then it doesn't matter if it's a hooker or not. You could have that kind of yeah. happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, cool. Anyway, yeah. carry on. So you finished the race and you did quite well. I, I uh, was a second old man. Yeah. Yeah. Which for some reason meant right. that I was first. Memories oh, of... Oh, okay. Was that yeah. right? Was the other guy not registered? No, he wasn't registered. Exactly. So. Well, I'll tell you what. You, yeah. I mean, you have to register your dog, so you might, you know, why wouldn't you register your, a runner? Yeah. I hadn't thought of it that yeah. way. I thought he was just a cheapskate. But, yeah, no, that's true, because, yeah, you're a cheapskate if you don't register your dog, too. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, I just got chased up by the, by the local council, actually. Oh, um, really? About Archie? Uh, uh, about Archie, yeah. So, yeah, Archie was, um, he was a bit of an outlaw there for a few months, actually. <laughs> really? Oh, you haven't had a register? Yeah. Oh, no, so he wouldn't have won oh, races. Oh, no, well... So what? He wouldn't have won races. <laughs> oh, Archie didn't do any races. Oh, so why do you need to register him then? Oh, not as a runner, as a, you know, like, if you've got a pet dog, you've got to, you know, I can't just have, like, a, a house full of dogs. 
like you've registered Jenna, haven't you? Yeah, 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 true. But then she's a runner, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All oh, right. Well, I mean, I haven't, I haven't registered um, Archie as a as an athlete, right? Um, he's more of a personality than anything, actually, and you can't register a personality. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can you can you patent a personality? Uh, I suppose you, you might be able to get your trademark. Yeah. It's called the copyright. Yeah. yeah. Hey, do you think yeah, we should copyright? copyright should we could copyright Mount Cargill? Um. Well, we could. Has anyone claimed it lately? Like, when was the last time someone claimed it? I don't know. Because Cadbury's, oh, tried, Cadbury's tried to copyright the colour purple, apparently. Did they? Yeah. Oh, the cheeky devils. I know. Right. Yeah. Well, you can't go copywriting colours. That's just ridiculous. Well, you'd think so. And and apparently oh, we, we, in New oh. Zealand, in New Zealand tried to copyright Kiora. Right. But it might have been the logo. Oh, no. It might have been a certain font or something. I don't know. Well, you can't you can't copyright um, a word of the of of a language. Why not? Uh, I mean, what's Coca Cola? Well, so if you copyright, so every time, say, if I copyrighted the word hello, yeah. every time someone said hello, they owed me money. Yeah, well, you just got to get them first, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway, anyway, I got, to the, I got to the end of the race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, and I had a prize giving, and yeah, I got I got um four medals. Yeah, right. so four. Yeah, it was kind of weird. One race, four medals. Yeah, well, one How was that work? one was just a participants' medal you get at the end, and then three more I got um during the prize giving, and I had to go up to the podium each time and climb up on the podium. So, right. So right. I, and, I thought, and how was that? Oh, painful. Um, yeah. So, um, it was quite funny because I was collecting these medals around my neck and they were rattling and, yeah, Grant said I looked like oh, Mr. You T. Oh, you would have looked like Mr. T. Yeah, I did look like Mr. T, exactly. Yep. Mm. So, yeah. so it was yeah. kind of yeah. odd. So I got four medals. It was a very odd prize giving. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the only yeah, one. I bet it was. I bet it was. Hey, well, you know what? It wasn't um, the only great um, running performance of the weekend. I heard of another one at somewhere. What did you hear? Yeah. Oh, um, uh, um, buddy Kipchoge. Yeah. Ran the ran the ran the two hour marathon. Yeah. What did you think of that? Um. Oh, I thought it was quite fast. Oh. But apparently, um, there's a bit of hoo ha about the shoes. Like um, those the, those Vaporfly Nike shoes. Yeah. Um. Apparently, over since they those shoes came out. Yeah. It's like all the every time the world record's been um, broken, it's always been someone wearing those shoes or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they reckon they they reckon like oh who was going on about oh anyway yeah. so I think um there was a woman. Um, the name escapes me. She she got the women's world record for the for the marathon, uh, um, beating Paula Radcliffe's old Bridget record. Bridget Cosgay. Yep, yep. I don't know how you say her name, yeah, but yeah, that's Cos- how it's spelt. Yep. Cosgay. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, and that yeah, was this weekend too. Yeah. She yeah. was wearing. She was wearing the vapor flies as well. I oh, think it's really? called vapor flies. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, at what point do you say that technology can't help runners? Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. You you look at the crap people were wearing back in the day. Yeah. And um, I reckon just to make things fair. Yeah. Everyone should just run naked. Well, that's we were thinking of bringing out new rules for crush the cargo, and um, and there was a discussion on um, Facebook actually that perhaps we should be discussing these rules, um, mm. new rules. So, so running naked, no no assistance at all because um, Thermatech shorts, obviously. Um, I suppose you could wear Aerodex. I think Aerodex are okay, yeah, but oh, I, I think don't know. everyone just wore Aerodex. I don't know because they're fairly they're fairly um streamlined and and yeah, provide yeah, but provide, if everybody was wearing them, provide good all round support. <laughs> which I I, prov- I I consider that to be quite assistance, um, quite assisting. I suppose old Peter Snell back in the day, he wouldn't have had um, Eurodax. What did he have? Oh, probably just dirty old Y fronts, I'd imagine. Yeah, well, even Y fronts, you know, they were they were a technological advancement on um, on uh, the loincloth. Yeah. Um, well, do you think people should be running in a loincloth? Oh, a fig leaf, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see The Gods Must Be Crazy? Did you ever see The Gods Must Be Crazy? I did see that when they dropped the oh, the, the, the Coke bottle fell out, fell out of the plane. Yeah, and that guy ran for hundreds of miles to try and return it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so what was he wearing? Um, probably, probably, I'd say he'd be barefooted if he was one of those African guys. Um, yep. one of those Kalahari Bushmen. Yep. But what did he have, you well, know, they, on his mid-body they maybe, area? Maybe they have, the, like, the leather, um, sandal things or something. Who knows? Yeah. What about in his, yeah. in his, around his groin area? Um, probably a leather flappy thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Or a chamois? A chamois? Shammy. So yeah, yeah, what, there uh, must be. Yeah, the question still what? remains: At what point do you say that technological advancements become unfair? Um. Well, I, against the people of a yesteryear. Yeah. Are you saying? Well, yeah, but you're not. You're not racing against people of a yesteryear. You're you're racing against people of today. And, you know, if we all put a curved carbon plate into our shoe, um, because Nike have done it, then, then we'd all be okay. Yeah, but that'd be okay for us, but it wouldn't be okay for the guys like like um, like 10 years ago or 5 years ago or 50 years ago or whatever. No. You know, like, oh, Joe Scott, Joe Scott didn't have um, bloody titanium plates or whatever in his shoes, did he? Looked like yeah, rugby shorts and a singlet actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's probably wearing rugby boots. Yeah. 
I was wearing uh, uh, hockers on the weekend. Do you think that's an unfair advantage? You're wearing what? Sorry, hookers. Right. Um. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say unfair. Probably give you a, a better view. <laughs> well, it would have been if it wasn't in the cloud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be able to see over the cloud with the hookers on. <laughs> I would have if I was on Mount Cargill because the elevation's greater. Actually, um, no, here it's higher yeah, than yeah. Cargill. Yeah. How Archie? He's playing with his ball. Oh, that's cute. He's making music. So Sorry, no, 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 no. He, he, he his, his ball um, clashed into one of my um, into my um, pudding bowl. Oh, okay. Anyway, anyway, yep. So, um, so new rules for crash the cargo. We all go naked. Is that what you're saying? Take that to the committee, I'd say. Okay, we'll take it to yeah. the committee. Yeah. yeah, no, that's fair. Um, what else would be unfair? Um, well, you know, I I don't know if drugs are actually too unfair. Really, to be fair, I mean, everyone has them. It depends what drugs you take. Well, I mean, we all have a bit of drugs, don't we? <laughs> You know, our body actually produces <laughs> our body produces steroids, for instance. Right, oh, 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 I knew that. Right, okay. Yeah. Oh, I want my, my body producing more steroids. Yeah, and, and, and our bodies produce a natural endorphin, oh. which is kind of like an opiate. Oh, wait, uh, so is there like natural steroids? Yeah, there is natural steroids. So can you give yourself, can you give yourself natural roid rage? Uh, if you had a certain type of cancer, yeah, that overproduced those steroids, yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So would that be an unfair right. advantage? So if a, a person has a certain type of um, cancer, it would yep. be an unfair advantage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so do we ban that from Crush the Cable? What, ban people? Um... I, does seem a bit unfair, doesn't it? Does really, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I think we should ban them if they've got measles. Oh, it depends if they're vaccinated or not. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I reckon if you're not vaccinated, you you um you have to be vaccinated. Yeah, that's a rule. Okay. Yeah, you know, that's fair. So um. Yeah. We vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. You sure? Um, pretty pretty sure. Pretty sure. Is pretty sure good enough? Um, I'm, 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 I'm probably at about eighty percent sure that I'm vaccinated. Yeah, me too. But I'm older than forty nine, and they say that. Oh no, if you're born after nineteen sixty nine, they say you don't need. So that's if you're older than fifty. Then. Uh, so actually, like, when you get. How does it work? Like, how long does the vaccination last? Like, how does it work? So they, they, they shoot this stuff in you and what, it just, um, it absorbs into your blood or what? What does it do? It triggers your immune system so you produce antibodies. Oh, right. So it's just sort of like flicking it. It's kind of like flicking a switch. Yep. Yep. All right. But it's not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
So right, okay, good on you. They consider that they they reckon that old people like us are actually already immune anyway, even if we weren't vaccinated. Oh, uh, yeah, it's like if it hasn't killed you already, you're probably all right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much sure. like that. Okay. <laughs> just like just like just like smallpox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh that's affordable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how, like, what's the what's the kill rate for smallpox? Uh, about fifty percent. Well, it might be higher. I'm not sure. To be honest, I I never actually studied smallpox because it hasn't been around for a very long time. Oh well, you'll be ruining that decision if it makes a comeback. Yeah. Well, I reckon polio's starting to make a comeback in some parts of the world. Where it's been, really? I mean, it hasn't it hasn't been completely, uh, you know, made extinct yet, and um, and so some parts of the world where they'd almost got it completely destroyed, or got rid of it, it is starting to make a comeback. Oh, polio! Yeah, mm. I know. Have we? Have we just? Have, I don't know if we've had this discussion on um, the the discussion about polio on. Um, on the podcast before, but old, um, what's his name, Ian Jury, he had polio. Did he? Really? Yeah, here's a, yeah, yeah, old, you know, the blockheads? Yeah, yeah. Was it the blockhead? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yeah, he had polio. And he was all right. Well, not totally all right, but, you know, he's a pretty cool guy. Hmm. So, could have been worse. Yeah. I mean, you could have died. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so he didn't die. Most people who got polio didn't die. They just got badly malformed. I bet that, yeah, well, close enough. Hmm. You could say that about um, some of Terry's races. People have been badly malformed from them. That that could be a, a new, new marketing ploy, eh? Do you think you should suggest uh, that to Terry? This race is I like suggest- polio. This, this race is what? Like polio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking yeah. of Terry, have you seen oh, him? No, at, at the, at, you know, if, if you had to, if you had to sort of, actually, I've just had this thought, if you had to go through the stages of a, Describe the different stages of a race using um, a mental health diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, I reckon like the start would probably be um, either a combination of like ADHD and anxiety. Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah, and then on oh, no, our say if you're doing Northburn, where do you reckon the sort of um, Oh, at some point, probably at that, that first fence line. Oh, no, would you say that? No, no, it would be when you start the, the death climb, that's sort of like depre- when the depression would kick in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah you've yeah, got yeah. like 14 kilometres of yeah. up. Yeah. You're never going to yeah, make it. Uh, You're going to fail. You can't do this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, and, and when do you reckon the schizophrenia would kick in? Probably about three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Mind yeah, you, I, I had yeah. a bit. Of, I think I think I got a bit of mania when I was. Um, it was probably 
that morning about eight o'clock and I was going along from TW towards Leaning Rock and the sun was up. I felt a bit manic. Right, right, yeah. okay. Yeah. Right, okay. All of a sudden I could oh. run. Everything was bright. The world was a happy place. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and that was just before the water race. Yeah, before I knew about the water race. So what do you call the water race then? <laughs> so, so your mood changed after that. <laughs> so, so that's what do you call a water race if you're talking like, yeah, what what? I mean, going down to the water race is kind of like falling into some deep, deep depression. So that's, I guess, the other side of bipolar, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's quite a bipolar kind of um, event in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway, cool. Yeah. And um, and I guess what would you call finishing when you finish the race? Uh, um. Is there a mental disorder for that? Catatonia. Yeah, yeah. You know, when it's amazing. Go into a psychotic no, state. They just how many people have when they um when they run that race the the, the thoughts of like violence directed towards Terry that they've had. Oh, yeah, it's true. But I've yeah. never, but I've never actually seen someone punch Terry no. when they finished Northburn. Yep, it's really quite fascinating because they yeah. still come back too. Yeah, then they come back. Hmm. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Right. This is, I guess it's um. Yeah. There's there's some sort of magnetic appeal with Northburn. There is. Yeah. So yeah, does yeah. that mean does that mean it fits into the addictive kind of um, realm of disorders as well? Yeah. There's definitely some sort of disorder going on when you actually. Um, yeah, when you go through, it's definitely a disorder if you decide to come back to Northburn. Yeah. Hey, have you um, ever have you ever studied Freud at all? Like a masochist? Would you be a masochist? Yeah. Um, oh, what? Oh, stuff Freud. He's just like, <laughs> wasn't he the one who like, oh you, oh you've been having sexual thoughts about your mum or something? Yeah. <laughs> That was an answer to everything. No, it wasn't. It wasn't all he talked about. That was just the most popular stuff and the stuff that people wanted to pick up on. Right, but wasn't there something weird about Freud? Like he had married his cousin, or his maybe was he did. Um, oh, that just makes him uh, like everyone from Gore. Oh, let's. Um, Oh no! You know, um, it's really hard to. Um, like, do a Google search and talk at the same time. <laughs> um, and I thought you were thinking hard. No. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, actually, this is actually well. I don't know why he's come up. He's actually. Um, Okay, while you while you're googling, yeah. look up Freud Deaf Drive. No, I've done I've done better. Okay. Oh, oh that is that is um, interesting. But I've looked up eleven fascinating facts about Sigmund Freud. Yeah. And I don't know why 
it's like eleven's kind of an odd number. Um, <laughs> usually, you have like top tens and things like that. Oh, yeah. he, he had a he had a rare birth um, anomaly. Oh. Uh, it wasn't polio, was it? was it? He had a membrane known as a call, um, C-A-U-L, that covered his head and face. Okay. Uh, okay, so they just removed it. <laughs> uh, oh, they must have removed it. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, oh, crap. I've got all this. Um, anyway, you want to look yeah, up the death uh, drive. Look up the death drive. Oh, okay. Oh, no, now I've got this bloody virus thing popping up ads on my computer. I can hear that, yeah. I have to, like, click them out. I have to click them out of the way to, um, before I can, like, scroll down my page. Actually... You need to get um, your computer vaccinated. Oh, my my computer needs to be vaccinated. Yeah. Actually, do we have a, um, a Crush the Cargill IT um, consultant or technician? Uh, I'll ask Grant. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because he, right, anyway, he knows everything. Boy, he examined frog brains. He experimented. Oh, this. These are stupid facts. I was looking for something <laughs> a bit more scandalous. Okay. Uh, number four. His ethics could be a little shaky. Yeah, ethics then. Oh, that's hardly fair. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. yeah. Da, da, da. He hated the US. Oh. oh. Okay, so he's getting interesting uh, all of a sudden. Oh, he liked his cocaine. Yeah, well, it was um, 1920s. I mean, because before being stigmatised as a dangerous and addictive stimulant, cocaine was enjoyed at the turn of the century as a safe and practical way to stimulate activity. And <laughs> I suppose it would. And he found relief from bouts of sadness while on the drug. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's an interesting fact about Sigmund Freud. Um, yeah. And he also appreciated its ability to provoke extended monologues about things normally tucked away in the recesses of his brain. He wrote four papers celebrating the drugs and the drugs' effects, and even used it on some of his patients. So he just talked to and himself then, a lot. Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, pretty much. It made him feel. Not sad, and he talked a lot. Yep. Um, he had therapy dogs. Hmm. Uh, he helped sell couches. <laughs> I, th- I, think, <laughs> I think Freud qualifies. <laughs> uh, he, and it, well, obviously, his preference for patients to splay out on a couch, staring at the ceiling to help clear their minds for re- re- revelatory thinking became a standard of psychoanalytic practice. So he'd dose them up on coke and tell them to lie down. Oh, maybe we should do this at Crush the Cargill. Well, without the coke. But you know how we have um, couches? Yeah. We should offer people psychoanalysis when they when they get to the bottom of the hill. Yeah, cool, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, he was nominated for a Nobel Prize 13 times. Whoa. Whoa. That's for having sex with his mother, and, or what? Um, yeah, but guess what? What? He was never awarded any of them. Yeah, but so nominated thirteen times, and he never what? Never won it. Well, that Swedish girl didn't win it either. 
uh, Greta Thunberg. Yeah, that oh, one. I reckon she should have. I think I think Greta's great. What about Jacinda? Uh, Don't you think Jacinda should have won it? Oh yeah, so um, oh, thieves once tried to steal his ashes. Serious? Yeah. Did they think they were, oh, had some healing also, power or something? Um. Oh, did you know? Do you know how um Freud died? No. Suicide. Really? Yeah, after a long and painful struggle with epithelioma. What's okay. that? Well, E-P-I-T-H-E-L-I-O-M-A. Epithelioma. Yeah, hang on. I'll tell you in a second. It's a type of tumor. I bet it's a cancer. It. Yeah, yeah, it's a fecal because it's got omer on the end. But it's a cancer of the epithelial cells, which pretty yeah. much could be anything. All oh, right. Well, anyway. Oh, that's enough about Freud. Hey, hold on. I haven't told yeah, you about the deep drive. You haven't found about the... about the couches, though. Great. Yeah, thank you. But what about the deep drive? Did you look up the deep drive? Uh, Freud deep drive. Okay, yeah, hang yeah. on. Because you'll see why people go back to Northburn. It explains it. Oh, is it Freud Death Drive? Yeah. Right, okay. So this explains Northburn. It does, totally, completely. Right. Wow. What? In classical Freudian psychoanalytic theory, the death drive is the drive toward death and self-destruction. The death drive opposes eros the tendency towards survival, propagation, sex, and other creative life-producing drives. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Doesn't that explain Northburn? <laughs> um, possibly. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Well, one of the, one of the things that he he proposed was that it's the thing that stands humans out from the rest of the um of animal species. Is that we have a developed right. a very overly developed death drive. So An overly developed death yeah. drive. So when we get something that we like, it's related to what he called the pleasure principle. So it's when we, we pick up on something that we enjoy that gives us pleasure, then we do we 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 grasp it and we take it in such a way that it is actually self destructive. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. we do that with anything. Because um, obviously like when um like doing it doing doing like a five or ten or 20 or whatever K run isn't harmful at all. But I, I think you're doing serious harm to yourself doing Northburn, yeah. physical and psychological. Yeah. See, what you're doing, you're just because you, you can do a 20K run and really enjoy it. So you recognize this yeah. provokes pleasure. So I'll do eight of them, which of course is stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you stop enjoying it. And it's one of those weird things when the enjoyment comes afterwards, though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that'd be the old death drive kicking in again. <laughs> so you go and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, God, there I go again, the bloody old death drive. Oh, I suppose I could be but, very cool. Yeah, but look at it on a bright yeah. side. It does show that we've evolved past the apes. Because apes Just. have much less of a death drive. <laughs> Speaking of evolution, mm. you know, coming back to the shoes and the... Um, the uh, the 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 yeah the shoes that um, Kipchoge wore. Yeah. And recognizing that you know every time that there's a record, people all criticize the the technology, but every time someone gets a record, they're using the technology that's available at the time. Now, everyone else will have that technology next, and then they can get that record. But like when when um, Roger Bannister got you know the four minute mile, no one thought it was possible. And he did it using the technology that was available, which was a pair of running shorts and a cinder running track. But then as soon as he got it, everyone else could do it. So now, you know, everyone else is going to beat Kipchoge's record. So so you've got to think, you know, just because we've got these fancy shoes, that's awesome. But if the technology keeps oh. advancing and recognising that the technology in the world's advancing, like we've got driverless cars now, so I wonder if the oh. next next advancement in running will be driverless running shoes. Oh, I'll tell you what. I reckon there, there must be a few of those driverless cars around Dunedin, the amount of crashes that I see. No, no, driverless cars don't crash. <laughs> they, don't, um. they don't have the death drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no! Actually, no. There was a. There's a. I, I just saw. A, a, came across some article, and it was um, Teslas have this function where they can, they can like reverse themselves out of parks or whatever. You know, you click the button or back out of the drive for you, and and um, there's been some incidences when people have done that with their Tesla. And they've hit a pole, or they've hit something, or you know they haven't done it quite right, and they've caused some damage. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I know who who pays for that, you know, because like I wasn't driving it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, te- like Tesla, they were driving it, so Tesla should pay for the damage, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, apparently, like Tesla's getting a bit ner- nervous about that, you know, like. If, if this keep you know if they don't fix the software up or mm. whatever's causing these accidents then um mm. then um you know you never know they might get somebody suing their ass yeah even though yeah. They're, they're not really driving it either yeah well you know but who, who's responsible well who's responsible if an asteroid crashes into the planet well no one's responsible for that but you know, Tesla made the the software, the the function, the car that it could reverse itself out of your drive or whatever by itself. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so if the you know, it's like, well, you know, I wouldn't let you drive my car if I if I thought you were going to bloody scrape it up on a bloody bollard or something. And so, you know, I wouldn't have let Tesla bloody back my car out of the drive. Yeah. If they're going to do that, yeah. you know. So, yeah, no, they're responsible. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. But the technology's going to improve. Oh, no, yeah, no, well... It won't, won't be long before well, we're no. going to have driverless cars that are better than driver cars. Yeah, 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 well, I suppose you're right. Well, actually, I quite like being a passenger. 
Well, just imagine you yeah. get you get in the car, go to Christchurch, and you can just sit there and, and read your book. Oh, have, have you seen people like reading books and driving before? Well, not driving, but being passengers. Yeah. Well, no, people people um, bloody text and retext on their phone and things like that while they're driving. Same thing. Yeah. I think Croydon took a photo of me while he was driving my car yesterday. No, the day before. He what? He took a photo of me while he was driving my car the day before yesterday. I think so. He took a photo of you while... Well, I don't have a lot of evidence. The only evidence I have was he was driving. And then I went to sleep. And then when I woke up, there was a message that he had sent to Grant, which was a photo of me being asleep. Sorry, did you guys you guys you guys went up to Christchurch together, right? Okay, yeah. cool. How did Croydon go? He did the thirty k's. I thought he did well. Oh right. Yeah. Well, he finished. Oh right. Oh okay. Oh, I thought you were going to elaborate. Oh well, um, I don't think he won four medals. Does that count? Well, no, that is quite an impressive haul. <laughs> I think uh, Malakin got more than me, and um, uh, uh, or at least as many. And I think Vajan Armstrong got as many as me as, as well. Right, okay. Vajan or Vajan? He might have got less than you. No, I think he did. Yeah, I think he he did. He he won uh, fifty three by like five minutes. No, no, by just uh, over a minute, and he only got into first place in the last kilometre. So in the last kilometre, he, he made up he, he made an extra five minutes. No, he passed... No, only one minute. But he passed the guy one kilometre before the end and he finished yeah. a minute be- ahead of him. Right, okay. So Something like that. It was kind of amazing. That's kind of good. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's... Good pacing. Oh, isn't that kind of like when Anna Frost smoked Mel... At um, Kepler from Rainbow Reach. Yeah. They were like, they were pretty, yeah, they were pretty close and then they got to like Rainbow Reach and then just, and it took off. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. She could probably, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, I guess I was, wow, what a pro. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. Anyway, back, back, back to the driverless cars. What's wrong with driverless running shoes? Well, you you put your feet in the, what the shoes do the running for you. Yeah. Or you just don't turn uh, up and your shoes just run it for you. They just carry your race number. What are you doing, Archie? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll think about that. Okay, yeah. we'll think about that for next time. Okay. Well, I reckon we should probably ban um, vapor flies from Crush to Cargo. You reckon? Well, what if someone yeah, brought them along uh, as a spot prize? Oh, speaking a uh, spot prize. So, so you could have a pair of vaporless flies as a spot prize at Crush the Cargo. A but, pair of vaporless flies. What's? <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, it's late. <laughs> um, what's the wackiest spot prize you have ever seen at a race? Oh yeah, I, I bet they did. I remember seeing uh, so an older fella from Ariki getting some ladies, um, ladies briefs, <laughs> oh, like ladies underwear or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that would work. Um, yeah, um, no, I can't, I can't really think of anything too too out there. What? How about yourself? Oh, there was a good one on the weekend. Grant, Grant, it wasn't a spot prize. Grant, um, Grant guys won the thirty k's, and um, as a prize for winning, he got given a two hundred and seventy dollar coaching voucher. What do you mean? Sorry, what's that? What? Say what? What do you mean by the lifeguards? Oh, no, because that's like the thing like they had um, at the Rio Olympics. There's, you know, um, they had to have a lifeguarded, like, all these lifeguards there because um, there's like Brazilian public pool laws or whatever, you know. They, so they had all, you know, but you've got the, you know, the world's most elite swimmers. Yeah. Why do you think you're going to need lifeguards, right? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> the yeah. swimmers are probably oh, a lot better actually, than lifeguards. Speaking of which, do you remember? Oh, we'd have to go way back when the. the do you remember um, Eric Musumbami? Uh, what was he? A, a ski jumper? No, that was another one. No, Eric the eel. Oh, Eric the eel. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember Eric the eel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they nearly needed the lifeguard. Um, <laughs> he, he nearly didn't make it. He looked like he was going to drown. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. 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 I wonder what happened to him actually. Oh no. Who can Google it quickest? Maybe, uh, maybe drown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Oh. <laughs> uh. Nicknamed Eric the Eel. I found it. Yep. Yeah. Brief uh, nickname. Uh, he had brief international fame at 2000 Summer Olympics for an extremely unlikely victory. Uh, it's a very short. That's a very what did they short... say victory. Victory. Was like, what is victory? Was making to the other end of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Swam his heat of the 100 metre freestyle in, in the unprecedentedly slow time of 152.72. This was the slowest time in Olympic history, by far, and he apparently had wow. trouble finishing the race. There you go. But he won his heat 
after both his competitors were disqualified due to false starts. There you go, he won. Absolutely. You gotta win when when all your competitors are disqualified. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> or, um, what's that um is that um oh there's that Australian ice skater which is almost um you wouldn't think there'd be ice to skate on in Australia, but there is. <laughs> um what's his name? Is this guy Bradbury and he started, he made the final, but he must have been like the you know you know, like we, we, you see people lining up for a race, and you can just, you just sort of like look at one or two of them and know they don't stand a chance. Right? And this was like this guy, you know, he is, he's going to be outclassed in this final. But um, all the other ones fell over in front of him, and he passed them. Like the guy that was in front, his, he, he must have his, his, his skates slipped out or, or something like that. Took out the other, the, the other guys. But this Australian guy was so far back, he avoided the crash past everyone and got the gold medal. Wow. That's pretty awesome. See, that's, yeah, that's just... What, uh, that's like a tortoise and a hare kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. I can't remember what Winter Olympics that was, though. Maybe yeah. Nagano. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, anyway, if you want to know what happened with Eric the Eel after that, he became... Um, he became coach of the Equatorial Guinea uh, swimming squad. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> how did that swimming squad get on? <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's about where the uh, Wikipedia links stop. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, dude, <laughs> you got the slowest time in Olympic history. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make you that coach. <laughs> But he did. He did get That's an equi- to. He got their national record in that race. Oh, okay. Yeah. But did they? Did they have a swimming pool? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, like, it's like no, no, no! I can't. Just gonna get the record. Of course they, they did. They have a swimming pool. They had the whole Atlantic Ocean. Of course they did. <laughs> well, you can't swim. You can't do. You can't. You can't do like the. It doesn't work if it's got a current. Does the Atlantic Ocean have a current? <laughs> I hope so. I don't know. It's probably got it's probably got several currents. It's probably reversing because of climate change. Anyway, you could swim backwards. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, wasn't there someone someone recently that did the speaking of swimming? Um, they did like a double crossing of the English Channel, or was it a double double crossing, or just a double crossing? I've got no idea, really. Oh, oh well, there's something about that. Someone did something remarkable in the swimming world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Oh, anyway, hey, uh, you know, it's well past my bedtime. Yeah, no, that's fair cool. So that's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We haven't even yeah, talked yeah, about the 24-hour th- challenge yet, but that's all right. We haven't what? <laughs> talked about 24-hour champs yet, but we can save it for next week. Oh, crap. Well, we really need to um, we really need to get our, our good friend Becky on the, on the show, on the, on the podcast. Yeah, we do. We do, because she is now the, the New Zealand champion. Oh, just like me. Hey. <laughs> yeah, 
well, we're all national champs. We're all national champs. We should have a, yeah, we should get her on and we can have a national champ party. <laughs> Hey, 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 Adam, you're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was Grant because he wasn't registered. <laughs> <laughs> he only did the 30k race though, that didn't even count. Yeah, it's true, it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you're off the hook on that one, Grant. And he wore actually, and he wore Scott running shoes, and I think they should be banned as well because they got too much traction. Right, right. Do they have the the carbon thingy in them? Oh, they might have some carbon lugs or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh well, hey, actually, do we know any other national champs? <sighs> um. Well, Vargin Armstrong is now, I guess, but um. Uh, Mal Aitken. Uh, yeah, yeah. I only met Vargin in the weekend, by the way. And he, and he says, oh, 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 oh. oh, you're the infamous Steve Tripp. That was a bit embarrassing, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, so he, he, he was, he, he was, he heard you were coming to Christchurch, eh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh cool. He was right, looking and, cool it was, cool. and uh, was that about as far as the conversation went? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. yeah. What, did you talk back to him? Well, no, I introduced myself. I said, hi, I'm Steve Tripp. Oh, right. Oh, so he didn't, he doesn't pick you out of the crowd and come up to you and shoulder tap you and was like, you're Steve Tripp, and no. then walked away. No, no, I was, I was kind of standing beside him at the time. So I said, hi. Oh, right, okay. Oh, cool, yeah. James Kugler was there too uh, on the weekend. Right, what does he look like? He looks like... Um, um, He's the one. Well, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen him, so I'm trying to imagine what he looks like. And I'm imagine. I'm imagine. He he sounds like um. He sounds like I reckon he'd be quite tall. No, no. He's he he no. looks very fit. He's um. Uh, he he's not much taller than me. I don't think, which is pretty short. He's faster yeah, than me. Right. <laughs> hey? He's faster than me. Does that count? Um, but he actually didn't but finish. Then... Yeah, I saw him. I saw him uh, at the about thirty odd k mark. He was doing a, it was does an out and back, and and so he was he was about twenty minutes ahead of me. But he pulled out after that. Right. Uh, so he didn't finish. No. But he's a lovely guy. He's a nice man. But yeah, he, right, he, so he likes his, he does some good branding. So he has JK all over his body. So I said, right. go He's John Key, well. go John Key. And he, and he said something about, I'm feeling like John Key. Yeah. yeah right. I think he meant Donkey, oh. but yeah. Did, did, um, did he pull in your ponytail? <laughs> no, no, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. Right, cool. Yeah. Right, well, anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah. Well, I don't think, um, I think my, my eyes have got a bit of a death drive going on at the moment. So I might have to hit the hay. Okay, no, it's good should, to talk anyway. Should we call it quits? Yeah, we'll see you on. Oh, have you got an inspirational quote? Oh, that's a good point. Inspirational quote. Um, yeah, I think I do. 
it's um, it's got to be a quote from Kipchoge. How about that? Do you okay. think? Do you think we have well, Kipchoge quotes? Well, sure, is he really good? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> No, I have Kipchoge quotes. All right, so you've got a I have, yeah, here, here is one. Okay, you ready? Are you right, ready? Yep, yeah, ready. Yeah. No human is limited. That was it. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Oh, wait, I've got another one. I've got oh. another one. In life. Oh, no, I think we do have a few limits. Let's have a, let's have a breathing let's have a breathing competition underwater. <laughs> like Eric the eel. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's pretty much what he did. <laughs> he also won the breathing underwater competition. <laughs> the, the really mentioned event. <laughs> uh, anyway, here, here, here's a better one. Uh, you cannot train okay. alone and expect to run a fast time. There is a formula. 100% of me is nothing compared to 1% of the whole team. And that's teamwork. That's what I value. There you go. All right. Okay, cool. Apart from the maths, I think that was really good. Did you get the maths? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, nah, maths was never my strong point to be uh, fair. Anyway, I think I think the point was teamwork is what I value, and that's 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 important. Yeah. So you know when you're yeah, training yeah. and you've got your lawnmower out there on your back, um, you gotta recognise that you can't train alone, and expect to run a fast time. Yep. Well, I'd probably run a faster time without the lawnmower. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. no, cool, yeah. excellent. Okay. Yeah, no, I like that one. Okay, that's teamwork. That's what I value. You cannot train alone. Expect to run a fast time. Yep. Oh. Okay. Excellent. Good to know. All right, that's a good one to finish on. Yep. And so yeah, uh, next week we'll be um, talking to Becky. Do you reckon? <coughs> we'll give it a go. I think we should. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, um, hey, Becky, if you're listening, we're out to get you. <laughs> okay. See ya. Oh, done. <laughs> done. Right, sweet as. Bye. Right, are you doing park run? Yep, see you at park run. Oh, I'm volunteering, but I'll try and run it at the same time. Oh, are you? Yeah, but I'll be there. Oh, what, what, what are you, what, 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 what are you tail end Oh, no, I might be timekeeping, so maybe I can't run. Yep, I'll see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you could always do the timekeeping, and then when the last person crosses the finish line, take off running yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> and see if, and time myself and then, and then and then you can be the and then you can like time yourself on the end yeah that's true i could try that yeah would they let you do that i don't know if they really stop anyone doing anything park run's pretty cool all right i did i did to do that as soon as the last person finishes, you should take off with the time rather than no, park run no, yourself. No. I'll, I'll, I'll see if it's okay first. But, hey, speaking of deers, do you remember that we're going to do the um, Baldwin Street Challenge just after Christmas? Oh, Christ, what was the challenge? Um, you're going to carry the lawnmower up and down, uh, I think it was six times in three hours, so you've got bucket loads of time. 
I have, oh, to, I have to do oh, a really? half. I have to do a half marathon with Alaloma. Up and down Baldwin Street in three right. hours. Yep. So you've got to do a half marathon quicker than it takes me to do six um, ups and downs with the with the lawnmower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll win this one. <laughs> hey. I think you'll win this one. <laughs> oh, well, we'll see. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. I'll... Oh, until then. Okay. Uh, well, not until then, because I'll see you on Saturday. Oh, because, yeah. you know, Baldwin Street, it really fits with the theme, because it's the steepest, but it's the second steepest. It's just like me being the champion, but I'm the second fastest. It's like, it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, did you see the old, um, um, the, the guy from, um, the, the, the Dunedin Surveyor guy, Toby, um, Toby, don't, don't know his last name. He goes to jiu-jitsu, though. Yeah. Um, he's a guy that's gone up to Wales to try and prove that the... Um, he's going to prove that the that Bourne Street is the steepest. Yeah. But he's going on the um, Judge Runda, which is, like, you know, one of those TV court programs. Like, really? the, like a British, like, English one. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. So yeah. Is he over there now? Uh, yeah, I think he's over there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, good on him. So by the time oh. we do it, maybe Baldwin Street will be the steepest again. Uh, yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Anyway, we better go because you need to get to bed and, uh, you know, it's that time of the night. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, um, yeah, I'll see you on Saturday. Okay, see you then. Bye. All right, later. Told you that you're in the oral stage You're just a baby and you're stuck on sucking It's like you're always looking for pleasure When it is the only part of your personality Psychosexual development Psychosexual development Is based on Freud Is based on Freud Ideas of inner motives Pleasure and gratification You've moved past oral and you're in the anal stage society it's like you're almost self-sufficient when your super ego starts to develop you'll know right from wrong now you're five years old and in the phallic stage your interests include the genital area You're in latency Not much is happening You're simply living It's like you're learning to be reasonable When you're growing up according to Freud It's all sexual Freud knows the end Ego and the super ego Unconscious forces Drive behavior Action. The eagle operates.
a reality buffer So the last stage in Freud's psychosexual development Is the genital stage It's the re-emergence of sexual interest Which are driving your behavior You have grown up now Psychosexual development Psychosexual development Is based on Freud Is based on Freud Ideas of inner Pleasure and gratification